Hey there, welcome to Hands Off My Rack. My name's Talia, and long time no see. So we had quite the break. It's been a while since you've heard from us last. A few things just really get in the way of me and Jasmine meeting up together to record the podcast. And recently I have gotten really overwhelmed Hands Off My Rack is one of my passion projects, meaning that, unfortunately, it is not my main source of income. So when things get in the way, unfortunately, it tends to take the back burner. I love doing Hands Off My Rack because it's my opportunity to really share the information that I've collected over the past near decade now, but it does tend to get a little bit pushed behind. Unfortunately, that's the case, but I don't want it to be. So I'm going to be working very, very hard to change that and to make sure that this podcast is uploaded consistently every week, starting now. (laughs) So Jasmine's not here with me right now. I'm hoping that I can get Jasmine back to film the podcast, but she's really going through a lot on her end as well. It's been quite uh quite a holiday season for us. I was recently in a car accident. I dislodged my hearing implant from the car accident. I made the big decision to get off my antidepressants and experience some withdrawal symptoms that I wasn't anticipating. And yeah, I I kind of fell off the wagon, so to speak. Even if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you can see it there that my content Hasn't been as consistent as it has been in the past, but I'm really starting to feel an alleviation of the withdrawal symptoms that I was experiencing. Everything is just starting to finally kind of settle. So yeah, basically I've been going through it, but you know, it happens to everyone and there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) So today we're actually going to be talking about something a little spicy, but you know, I figure my episode back from such a long break might as well be pretty spicy. So A lot of the questions that I get are basically asking for advice on how to become a fitness influencer. You know, how to build your following. How do I get brand deals? How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I make money off of posting on social media? And I'm always open to answering any questions about that. If you're ever thinking about DMing me, asking me questions about how to become a fitness influencer or any of the other questions that I mentioned. Here's the thing, though. So I know that there is a huge demographic of people, specifically young women, who are pursuing this career in social media in the fitness space. So to be a fit fluencer or fitness influencer is a pretty common aspiration to have if you're in the gym. I know that before it really became something I took seriously, it was something that I always thought about like, oh, wow, that would be cool to do. And some people even go a step forward from that and they start posting. They start looking into what kind of hashtags to use, what time to post, what content should I post, you know, stuff like that. They start getting strategic with it. And a lot of times you're almost in this period of existence as aspiring social media influencer where you are posting regularly. So you're getting attention and engagement, but you haven't reached a point where your presence on social media is profitable. And we can talk about exactly when that is, but realistically, it is different for everyone. So I've heard, you know, I had 2,000 followers and I got a brand deal for $1,000. 
I'm sure that that has happened. It wasn't my experience. I didn't start making decent money with around probably at least 10,000 Instagram followers and over 150,000 TikTok followers. So if you want to use that benchmark, and that's with me saying that I, st- me making as, I started making as much money as I was making at Wells Fargo with a full-time position. So that's around the period where I started, you know, making a living off social media. But back to what I was saying, that period of time where you're at this point where, hey, like, you know, I'm getting DMs, working out from some companies, and I'm, you know, getting likes, new followers, but I haven't reached this point where bigger companies are DMing me saying, hey, we have a paid collaboration available. Are you available? And that makes you, that time period is when you're going to be very susceptible to unethical business practices uh, and or companies that use unethical business practices and scammy element and scammy LM. I always have trouble saying this. LMs, LMMs, LMMs, multi-level marketing schemes, multi-level marketing companies and pyramid schemes. We know the big ones. Okay. We know Herbalife. I'm not some like Herbalife, you know, awareness activist. I don't know much about it. What I do know is that it's a pyramid scheme and it doesn't work to benefit the individuals who sign up for it. So I know that it's not something that I would ever in my entire life do. I would never participate in any multi-level marketing scheme or pyramid scheme because it's not, you know, it's not meant to make you money. And I've also heard like very negative things about the quality of their product. While I can't speak to it because I have no personal experience. That's obviously a red flag when I personally am looking into whether or not I want to work with a company. So let's say you get a DM, right? You get a DM and like, hey, love, I love your feed. I would love to work together and collaborate. I can give you a promo code. And if you order, you know, X amount of things, you get 10% commission on every item that all of your followers buy. That's a huge deal, right? You're thinking like, this is my first brand deal. This is my first paid collaboration with a company as an influencer. And it's easy to get excited about it because you really want to break into this industry where you're making money off of your social media. What's unfortunate is that a lot of these companies and Instagram businesses, they are taking advantage of that yearning or that excitement or that, I'm trying to think of the word, eagerness, of that eagerness to break into the industry because you essentially have to buy in to their business, right, in order to promote it. So not only are they making money off of you because they give you some sort of discount, but their prices are probably marked up so high that they're still making a good amount of money. So you're purchasing their product and they're making money off of that. And then they're getting free promo because regardless of your following, you're still promoting it. You're still creating content. Remember that content creation and promotion are two different things in the influencer world. The kind of content created, it's actually called deliverables. So when I work with a company and they disclose what it is that, you know, they're paying me to do, 
it's described as deliverables. So if I'm creating content that's meant to promote the product, and that is my goal with someone like I work with EHP Lab, my goal with EHP isn't necessarily content creation as much as it is driving their sales. With other businesses, I worked with Young and Reckless, which is a clothing brand. It's usually, it's like, it's always in Sun. It's like a common like skater or kind of-esque brand. When I worked with them, they're a big company, right? They don't really need me to promote their brand. They need content to post, to fill their social medias. So with them, when I worked with them, I was mostly actually doing content creation. That's what my deliverable was. So when you work with a company, like let's say it's like a sunglass company. It's always like a sunglass, bathing suit, gym clothes, you know, CBD gummies. Not only are you, you're, you're completing two forms of deliverables for them because you're creating content that is promoting the product and you're pushing the product on your followers. You're also creating organic content for them, which if they're an Instagram brand, they're probably overseas. There probably is this language barrier and this cultural barrier that doesn't make their content as like easily consumed in the States. So when you make that organic content for them, it's money. You know, you're saving them a lot of money because if they paid someone who did this professionally, not even necessarily an influencer, but some sort of branding agency or even a freelancer, that costs money, you know, so you're doing it for free. Not only are you doing it for free, you're paying them. You're paying them to work for them. So that's why if you ever want to work with a company that you don't already patron and they don't want to, they don't want to, um, you know, pay you. They just want to give you a discount code, which probably really isn't a discount code. You don't want to do it. It's a scam. You know, it's a scam, to be honest. I wish I could say that it's just not a good idea, but it is. It's a scam. Am I going to say that I, that in my entire career, I've never done anything for free? No. But here's the thing. I've only done stuff for free when I had an interest in doing it for free. So I've used the same tubing mascara for like 82 years <clears throat> since I was a swimmer. And this mascara is like magical. Like you literally don't, it doesn't smear. It doesn't get anywhere. It is magical. I'm not going to talk about it yet because I haven't really finalized my agreement with them. But I have an affiliate agreement with them now, even though I've been using the product for 10 years. They're not paying me. I just get commission based on the amount of sales, which I feel confident in promoting the product because this is something that I literally use, love, support, whatever, right? So I'm doing this for free, technically, if, if you took out the commission, because I have a I have a stake in the product. I already spend money on the product. I go to Sephora every four weeks and buy this mascara. So I'm getting benefit from it. Unless it's something like that where it makes sense that, you know, just getting a discount alone would be a value to you. I don't do it. And that goes to to a lot of things. You know, there are a lot of I think campus protein bucked up, you know. They have these ambassador programs. Those aren't like scams. Like I'm not going to call them scams. But 
they market them as this way for you to feel integrated in the influencer world, you know, the industry. But really what it is, it's a way of them to brand a referral program, you know, like a, a refer a friend, get $10 off your next visit kind of structured program in their business and turn it into like an ambassadorship. And it's advertised that way to appeal to the fact that a lot of us, and me before I was in this business, want to be a part of the business. So that's when you have to be really intentional and think critically. Okay, let's say you're you already buying Bucked Up, right? You already at GNC, you get your pre-workout from Bucked Up. I saw it at Walmart. You know, it's it's a growing business. It's not like it's not a legitimate business. You see that they have a referral program. You know that three of your friends will like use your code if you tell them about it. Go ahead. Just don't join that program thinking that is going to add to your credibility as an influencer or your legitimacy as an influencer because it's counterproductive to what the goal is. You want businesses to pay you to promote their product and to create content for them. You don't want to work for free. And you don't need these pseudo brand deals or the pseudo ambassadorships in order to legitimize you. All you have to do is create content that adds value to people, that serves people like you, and would serve a mini you. You know, I always think, who do I make content for? I made content for me five years ago, for me six years ago. I make content for the people who are in those positions. Because those are the people that I'm going to connect with the most. The people that have been, that are at the places that I have been, that have had the questions that I've had. You know, I'm here to serve those people, specifically women who have an interest in changing their physique, in changing their shape, who deal with low self image, who deal with insecurities. That's who I'm creating content for. That's what you really need to focus on. You don't need to focus on signing up for ambassadorships because unfortunately, while some of them aren't necessarily harmful, they're just kind of neutral, some of them are really harmful and are taking advantage of you and exploiting you as someone who's eager to break into the uh, influencer industry. So we have like kind of a spectrum. We have things like ambassador programs and referral programs that are pretty much neutral. And really, they are beneficial or positive if it's a product or a company that you actually like and want. So if it's a pre-workout that you already use and through this program that you're getting a discount or you're getting a referral bonus for your friends that also already use it or the people that you are introducing it, introducing it to, your personal trainer and you're always telling your clients, you know, stuff like that, that it's beneficial. If it's something that you don't really use, but, you know, you want to start promoting it or for some reason it's more neutral, it's not hurting anyone, you know, you're not paying into it, you're buying a product that you might not actually like, but, you know, it's your prerogative. And then you get to kind of like the pseudo influencer, the ambassador programs. That's going to be like those Instagram companies texting you saying, you know, buy this product and we'll feature you on our page. 
And really, you're doing that double whammy of content creation and promo for for free and then also putting money in their pockets by buying their product. That's usually low quality or like a downright scam. You know, it's not even like what they actually are advertising. That's a little more harmful. Of course, it's not. It's a little scammy. It's a little unethical. I don't recommend it. I wouldn't let anyone that I care about do it if they talk to me about it. But like, it's not like it's going to put you in a bad position. And then there's MLMs and pyramid schemes. This is going to look like Herbalife, First Form. And, you know, that might be a little bit problematic to say because these are companies that we know you know, especially Herbalife, like, I feel like you probably know, like, an aunt or a neighbor or someone that you might even like or care about that sells Herbalife and is, like, telling you that it, like, saved their life and they lost, like, 200 pounds, stuff like that. But it is a pyramid scheme and it's multi-level marketing. And the reason why it's really, really unethical is because it tends to hurt a lot of people it tends to be very predatory in the fact that you have to buy into it you have to put money into being able to sell the product and then you not being able to make money on the actual product but on the fact that you have to recruit other members and that's what makes it predatory because the money being made isn't being made by the actual product or the quality of the product but the fact that you're recruiting other people to sell these products who won't make any money either unless they recruit you know so it becomes a little hmm, questionable and in some cases very very damaging especially when you consider the more popular Multi-level marketing scams like LuluRoe, Monat, the hair one, stuff like that. And, and this is the main thing. If you have to pay into a program to be a part of it, it's a scam. Like, if anything, you're like an ambassador or influencer or like they're like saying like, hey, like become an influencer, become an ambassador for us, like and you had to pay into it, it's a scam. They're making money off of other people's interest in joining an industry and something that they just don't have, like, access to. These companies can't make you an influencer. They can't make you an entrepreneur in the fitness industry. They're just exploiting that interest that you have, unfortunately. Really, the point is, is that you need to be vigilant in what you're willing to put your time and money into when you're pursuing a career as an influencer. If you focus on your content, the value that you add and who you're serving, everything else will follow. You know, I worked with some pretty big brands and I'm not this huge influencer. I don't have the biggest following. and. I never, like, had to pay these brands to work with me. Usually, I find that the biggest brands, they just kind of throw a number at you, 
email you and say, hey, are you interested? You know, this is our budget. These are deliverables. What do you think? It is more so the less legitimate brands and the less ethical brands that will kind of try to be like, so we'll do this, you'll do this, purchase the products, send the promo code. That's another thing. A lot of brands that are legitimate that you work with, you don't have to place an order. They send you they they send you a form or you send them their address and they send you everything that they want you to advertise. And that will come when you're consistent and you're focused on the quality of content that you make, focus on your niche, focus on what it is that you want to do. Uh, that will all come. You don't have to really worry about it because once you're there, you're there and you'll know it. Going off on that, one of the other things that I think is important to mention is we've talked about it in the influencers are not your friend episode, but just remember that an influencer usually never post or promote something on their page unless they're being paid or gifted. So if they're getting gifted the product or being paid to promote it, um, you know, it might sound a little sad or upsetting to hear that it completely understand why but it's unfortunately the truth it's just one of those things that you have to remember that these people aren't your friends they're making money off the content that they create and everything always gets a little you know fucked up basically when it comes to money when it comes to getting paid you know i have some pretty strict rules on what i will promote and what I won't. Recently, one of the biggest companies that creates sweat wraps reached out to me. It's not the only thing that they make, but they do make sweat wraps. Asking me to be a part of this huge campaign that they had for a specific sweat wrap. And it came with a, you know, a pretty penny. Their pitch included being really well compensated for this. There are people, you know, not as much as other influencers, but there are people who look to me and see the things that I promote and think, okay, you know, she uses this. She's she's promoting this. It must be good. It must be helping. It must be something that will help me look like her or reach my goals that she has also reached. And that is one of the things that I feel like you have to be super vigilant in understanding that not everyone will do that. And it's not even like trying to like toot my own horn, but like I would be lying if I said that it didn't like kind of hurt to be like, no, thank you. You know, like I'm human. I like money. Like I was like, damn, but not everyone can do that. And I think the longer you are in this industry, the harder it gets to hold on to those principles you, you forget how it felt to be on the other side how it felt to be consuming like I remember being you know 17 and watching Jen Settler thinking what the hell like how come my body doesn't look like that and I'm doing the thing she's doing you know like you forget the longer you get separated you have to remember that 
the only person who's going to really be looking out for you as a consumer is you. You know, the only person who really cares about you is you and your loved ones. They call them parasocial relationships, the relationships that you develop with people on the internet. And not only am can I be a subject of it as someone who creates content, but I'm a victim of it, to be honest. I am a huge true crime fan. So I love, love, love true crime podcast. I am a Patreon of a specific true crime podcast. And I have a parasocial relationship with those people. Like in my head, they're my friends. We hang out, but and they don't know me. <laughs> the world is evolving and it's easy to get caught up. Just remember that you need to take care of you. You need to be worried about you, your safety, your health, and your mental health, physical and mental health. So if you're someone right now who is looking to break through to the fitfluencer industry, all power to you. It's a growing industry. It's possible. It's probable. If you keep at it, you will do well. I promise. Just got to be consistent. You can't give up. You can't get embarrassed. You can't be worried if you're going to be cringy. Listen, there's nothing cringy about making money. There is nothing cringy about making money. And there's nothing cringy about doing something that you're passionate about that can help people. So just remember that and keep at it. And don't get distracted by these companies that want you to do their work and for free. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I apologize for the delay and hopefully we I won't have to apologize again thank you guys so much if you can please follow us on instagram at hands off my rack if you can please 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 leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts and now on spotify it would really really mean the world to me if you're interested in getting more exclusive content Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash hands off my rack. Thank you guys so much. Happy New Year and have a great day or night. Where are you walking? You know, morning. <laughs>